and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 177 of There's No Place Like Terror, a first watch rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And I was trying to hold my breath the whole time you did that <laughs> <laughs> because I thought I was going to sneeze. Uh, and today we're watching SG1 season eight, episode 13. It's good to be king, a.k.a. the once and future Gwengo. <laughs> <laughs> Gwingo. Uh, mine was AKA History of the World Part One. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> it's good to be king. Yeah. Since naturally, I mean, I'm assuming it's canon. That's where the line came from because uh-huh. it's good to be king. It's good to be king. Um, boyfriend Jesse walked into the room while I was taking my notes and he goes, Is this the Renaissance Fair episode? Yep. yep. And I was like, Well, that makes sense because that's what Mayborn would think that the medieval uh-huh. times look like. He's like, We'll just make everything look like the 100%. Renaissance Fair. 100%. Uh-huh. Although, if this was an actual Ren Fest, there'd be way more alcohol around. And turkey legs. And giant turkey legs. Yes. Yeah, that's basically what a run fest Let's is, right? Do it. Turkey legs and meat. <laughs> Maybe that's the EKA. A turkey legs and meat. I turkey like it. legs and meat. God, now I need to go to a run fair. When it's, is the run fair around here? Uh, I think it's actually in January. Damn it! Well, that I makes could be sense. wrong because the weather in Florida would not allow for anything. The reason is is because I think it was right around our wedding. Because every oh. year, it's not far from our house. There's one nearby, and then there's also one in Tampa. There, well, the one that I'm thinking of is the same place that the Highland Games were oh, I that know you guys that took me to for my badass bachelorette lady day. Yes. Um, but it was also right around the whole wedding time. Crazy wedding things. So I didn't make it. Nice. Okay. Let's go. February 4th, 2005. Oh, wait, we're, we're not doing that part yet. Oh, no. We're going to talk about the 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 Dingians and Drigians. Oh god. Okay, so for those of you who care. Yeah. Those of you who do not fast forward like 2 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, uh, 5 minutes. 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it was um boyfriend Jesse, domestic partner Jesse's birthday this weekend. So we had an all D&D weekend. Like all D&D. Like Nothing but D and D. I think it was legitimately close to twelve hours of D and D. Yeah, if not over, in yeah. two days. Yep. And on top of that, he played further on Sunday. Yeah, he's still playing right now. He's still playing as we record Some because say we record on Sunday. Some he'll say never he'll, stop yeah. playing D and D. Probably truth. <laughs> Um, we did a nice, cool one shot with our friend of the pod as our DM so that everybody could play. It was a lot of fun. It was the most just fun. We were a little bit piratey. We were a little bit pirates and we were all wearing different characters than we normally would. Super different characters. For example, a Nixie. Yeah. Was a cleric. Yeah. I think I've mentioned my character. It was inspired by Valkyrie from... Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Whereas I just hit things and was you a just hit things. Dumb dummy was real dumb dummy. The the best I got to play a barbarian. Probably the first barbarian I've ever played. Yeah, I have never She's played. She's super before. fun with an intelligence of four. Four. Big ol' four. It was really interesting to figure out how she works because her wisdom, on the other hand, was a thirteen. <laughs> So I was like, I don't know how that works, yeah. but we'll go for it. She was also very charming. She, she had was. very high charisma. She was. Um, she was adorable. But it was fun. Uh, you know, boyfriend Jesse was fun. He played the captain of our ship. Um, I feel like it was inspired by, is it Perry White is the Superman's boss? Is that Perry wow. White the, at the Daily Planet? I don't know because I, you guys can throw all the fucking tomatoes at me you want. I don't find Superman that interesting, so I kind oh. of tune that out. I think his name's Perry White. That's, that's, oh, no, that guy is not named Perry White. What's his name? That guy's not named Perry White. I'll find it. We're going to get back to this. Anyway, uh, so that was lots of fun. And the next day we played our, they are now known as the All Fires. Yay. We finally have given them a proper name. Um, after 
two of us literally started the fire. Oh, we Perry White is the editor is in Perry chief. White. Look at me and you a thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was wrong. That's okay. Uh, oh, you know who You're I was thinking, thinking of? Spider Man. I'm boss. thinking of Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. And and yeah, we we hit the road. We went off on some ventures. We got rewarded and made citizens. We did become citizens, honorary citizens of the town of uh, whose us, name I don't know. Us magic users got some pretty decent, awesome benefits. You got to like a free VIP uh-huh. admission into like it's like the Club Knowledge 33, World Club Thirty Three at Disney, basically, but like the magic users version, exactly. Um, um, we, well, and I really still want our barbarian to roleplay getting in there, being like, I know a guy. <laughs> Let me in, motherfuckers. I uh. Well, he tried that. He did. He was like, before, I'm looking. Yeah. Yeah, before we were awarded cool things. Yes. Um, and then we went a row, fought a mimic. It was my first mimic, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah we that did was my fight first a mimic. mimic. We fought a giant blob in a tree. Uh-huh. Um, because the guy in the middle of the night came up to the two most gullible people of the group. I love that. Neither one of you rolled an insight check. Nope. No, I didn't specifically. Yeah. Because Sam wouldn't. Fair. Sam would not run. Sam... My little gnome, she has a fucking intelligence of 20, okay? Uh-huh. However, she is young. She is very naive. Uh-huh. And she does not realize necessarily that there are... Bad people are bad. She doesn't necessarily think about people would be lying. Whereas the minute you woke up our characters, uh-huh. everybody else was like, inside, check this yeah. asshole. Yeah, no, Sam... <laughs> and the Sam, two gnomes are like, oh yeah, we should have done that. N- no, still did not even yeah. pass. Sam is like, why would he be lying? Yeah. The druid says that there's an evil tree. Yeah. And so therefore... Maybe we should be careful with Gnome Watch. Probably should Maybe be careful with Maybe we should split up Gnome Watch. Gnome Watch 2019. Because I'm pretty sure the other gnome is a little more wise to the world. But she's just as eager to be yeah. like, yeah, you're my friend. Yeah. No, uh, Sam specifically does not realize that people lie. Yeah. That does not occur to her that oh, lying God. is a thing. That's, uh, that's so adorable. Also remember that whenever she talks to other people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't tell people things. <laughs> Don't. Talk. Also, also, I discovered um, again, again, those things that sound like they should be, you know, logical. Sam is an is artificer? an alchemical artificer. Alchemical being a keyword there, and it was like ten o'clock last night after playing for like how many countless 7, hours? hours that I went. Oh, I can brew potions. Yeah. Nice. I just hit things a lot. Well, I brewed until I don't because I roll three nat ones. My first potion was a potion of hill giant strength. Fuck yeah! And Danae is very grateful for that. Yes, I almost got extra cool things next. I put some athletes in there, but yeah. it didn't roll high enough for it to activate. Damn it! That's so okay. I'm excited for that kind of shit. In That'll the future. be fun. Yeah. Um, that was our D and D weekend. Yep. Next weekend, who knows? We may finally watch the closing Next of weekend, Vox Machina. Hopefully, we will be doing our tangent cast on Vox Machina. Guys, we're gonna share a little secret with you. Okay. <laughs> just between you just between and us. I. Yeah. Um, Nixie and I are dying. We need to watch this thing. The fact that my willpower has lasted this long is I can't explain it. And the thing is, there's been scheduling conflicts with domestic so, partner Jesse. I should, I should preface this with, by, we have, I have started campaign two of Critical Role. Yeah. I have not finished watching the last two episodes right. of Vox Machina, where they attack Vecna. Um, that's not spoilers. Um, because I have made a promise and a commitment to my friends so we and watch my husband. The four of us, we would watch so it we all would together. Watch it together. But here's the dirty truth, guys. If this shit doesn't happen soon, I'm I am dragging a Nixie down with me and we're watching watch it. Vecna. We're watching Vecna. It has now been over a week uh-huh. that I have held out on watching yeah. the last two episodes. We started watching them last night. And then things were happening, and I literally, you've never seen Nixie tune out literally everything else that was world. happening to her. We had to turn the TV off. You could have been saying Nixie be calling my name, and I yeah. wouldn't have heard you. No, I think we did. <laughs> and then we just turned I it off. I was, because there's all this noise and dogs barking, I was like, must listen to Mercer. Yeah. What is Mercer saying now? <laughs> so we did get about an hour into episode Not 114. Not even an hour. 
so this morning I was like, well, I could rewatch that first hour. I mean, that's not a thing. You're that's not, not gonna. a spoiler. Once you pop, you can't stop. That's what I've learned. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to stop. Yeah. I'm not going to do this. It's not a good idea. Okay, that's it. Now okay. we all made it. I hope it's only been five minutes. Alrighty, February 4th, 2005, <laughs> in the U.S., I have discovered the reason for the oh. date discrepancy. <gasps> it's world-based. The websites I was looking at, one was airing it on Sky, when it aired on Sky 1, the oh. other one was listing when it aired on Sci-Fi. I was not realizing this, nor paying attention. Hey, that's fancy pants. So, February 4th, 2005, in the U.S. America time. America time. How that hasn't happened is beyond me. America. Okay. We already measure shit our own way. Oh I'm surprised we don't have our own time system. We have our own calendar, actually. What time is it? Purple in America time. It is purple. In America time. It's, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Okay. Man. Tom McBeef is back as King Archon the <laughs> First, A.K.A. Oh Harry Mayborn. <laughs> Uh, and the face in this episode that you were like, is that? That is. It is Wayne Brady. <laughs> Wayne Brady. Most well known, obviously, for his work in Whose Lines Anyway. Mm-hmm. In our house, also as James from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's Barry Stinson's brother. I forget about that. Yep. Um, seriously, I do not have time to list the shit that this man has been in. Everything. All the things. Been in everything. I also think he secretly is some sort of scary criminal warlord. Probably. In real life. He's actually a warlock. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he's from around here. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's definitely a meth dealer. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Definitely a warlock. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, so we start with a good old-fashioned briefing room scene. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, and we're sort of uh, working quasi with the Tok'ra again. Uh, they're at least giving us information. Yeah. Sounds like Ball is pretty much kicking the ass of all the system lords across the galaxy. And the Predators are wiping out all the Jaffa. That's because cool. Predators. Hmm. Um, and in the face of defeat, most of the Gould are running and hiding on the planets that they've abandoned long ago. As like, Sanctuary, help me. Uh, shit's in the fan. Yeah. We need planets. Planet, planet, planet. Talk right on. Captain Planet. He's a hero. Also, can I just point out, no one can see this, even on the video feed. Um, Kaylee Thor is laying on my foot right now mm. in what most might be the most adorable way. I love when they do that. It's really cute. Where it's like, human, I need to touch you, but only a little bit. Uh-huh. Oh, Don't she's move. curled herself more around my yes. foot. Good job, Kaylee. I'm like, her. my foot's under her armpit. Oh. It's really adorable. Okay, back to the important stuff. Um, one of those planets that the Toker, that the, that the Gould are heading back to is the planet that the Toker dropped one Harry Mayborn off at. Oh, yes, we know this man. Jack's like, and we care why? Yeah. <laughs> I do love this entire time. He's like, I'm not super convinced that we need to save him. I mean, do we need to? I, I guess we have to, but do we want to? Really, Tuke does point out that if the gold got him, they would capture him. That would be bad. He'd probably give information because he's a weasel and be filled with pain and maybe some death. And again, Jack's like, and... Yeah, but, like I said, do we have to help him? He does yeah. go against his better judgment and wishes mm. and goes and gives him the go-ahead. Yeah. I don't know why I'm... I was like, are you playing with exacto knives this episode? I'm literally playing with a knife. I'm going to stop. I Here, don't know who I am. As have person. this. Okay, thank you. There you go. I don't know where the other toys are. I went. don't know. Okay. So, they arrive... <laughs> <laughs> I understand where Sheena came from. <laughs> I understand it all now. Here's a shiny thing. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I'm okay, back, I'm okay. Back. So they arrive on the Pacific Northwest planet. Uh, and <laughs> yes. With how primitive the planet is, Daniel is assuming that Mayborn will be very happy to leave. <laughs> you would think, right? Yeah. Sam's like, we probably don't have much time. We can relocate the population. Mm-hmm. This will be wrapped up before the next commercial break. Yeah. Done but and done. They're quickly surrounded by crossbows. <laughs> they don't know who Hen- who Harry Mayborn is. 
Um, But SG-1 will follow them and meet with King Archon. Oh, boy. That's a good name. It is. Where do I know it? You know it because Joe Manglano played it. Is it the same name? Okay. I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. I'm like 95% sure it's the same name. Joey Mangs. (laughs) Joey Mango Jello. Yeah, Joey Mango Jello. As I'm pretty sure Brian W. Foster called him. Yeah, I still think my favorite Brian W. Foster name change is Tailspin Hefe. Or Talis and Jaffe. That won't ever leave my brain. It's good. <laughs> okay, so as they're led into town, they wonder if Mayborn is even alive still with how untrusting these people are. I, I love how little faith they have in Mayborn. <laughs> he is a rat. He will yeah. stay away, stay alive. That's what I mean. It's like if he knows how to do nothing else, is he knows how to protect his own ass. Um, the town looks, as we said, like, well, as I said, the perfect D&D adventure town. Uh-huh. Also, Renas- Renaissance town. It's a medieval times planet. It's, it's all the same thing, really. Yeah. Uh, and if that belongs in a renaissance fair is probably something that belongs in D. I would love to they're, go back to a medieval time. They're two times. like very intricately interconnected. I have never actually been to a medieval times. I kept secretly wanting to go but no one ever took me for my birthday. Damn it. I know. We didn't have one nearby. I think we ended up finally going I went with my sister and my nieces because mm-hmm. they had a softball tournament. What do you do with a bunch of rowdy <laughs> children is you take them to medieval times. So can I tell you my medieval times story? I've never actually been to one. Uh-huh. However, I used to work at a teddy bear making factory. Oh. No, not that one. A different, better one. Oh, got it. Um, and in the giant mall that I had to work in, at the very end, they put in a medieval times. Oh. So on my break, I walked down because I was like, Ooh, cool. Medieval-y things in the store. Yeah. I like things like that. And they had the people dressed up in the costumes as the king and queen outside talking with people, of course, with fancy British accents. So I walked up and started talking to them. And a fancy British accent. Were they actually British and you were just talking? No, oh. no, they totally fucking weren't. That's awesome. But we then had an entire, like, in-character conversation. I'm so impressed by you. I kept a straight face the whole time. Oh, wow. That's, I'm very impressed by uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. Um, I did go to one other um, thing, but it wasn't a Medieval Times. It was the Las Vegas version of Medieval Times in the Excalibur Hotel. Oh, yeah. And then we watched the I've Thunder from there Down once. Under. Can I tell you, can I tell you <laughs> that I've stayed at the Medieval Times for for uh, a couple nights, okay, and I've yeah, also Excalibur, yeah. I have always I have also seen Thunder from Down oh, Under. Yeah, for my twenty first birthday. That must have been great for you with my mother <laughs> <laughs> and a family friend. That of course, <laughs> because my girlfriend is just come with me. <laughs> I had to bail at the last minute. Yikes! <laughs> Sounds good. Uh huh. My iPad will not write medieval times. <laughs> So, it's like medical times. Um, they, the camera pans to the king in medieval times, surrounded by beautiful women. Oh boy, from the mall. And <laughs> yes, you guessed it. Or the Vegas trip. Um, Harry Mayborn is King Archon, and he is surprised to see SG One. Long time no see. And he just got caught. Got caught right in the act. It's like when you you run into your old friends. Yeah. And you're with your new friends. It's like when you were emo, right? And then you decided that you weren't emo oh, anymore. You when were, I was emo. You were going to be like a surf punk instead. And so then you run into your emo friends and you're like, hey, just be cool, okay? Just Can you just be super cool about this? This is who I am now. This is legitimately an experience I never had, as you can imagine. <laughs> I never knew who the fuck I was. I the reason I is because... The times that I went in between groups, like, I had my dance people I knew, oh, uh-huh. and then my everyone else I knew. Yeah. But the thing is, is I was not the one who was going, hey, that's someone I know from dance, play cool. Right. I was the person that people are like, yeah, I don't know you. Oh, wow. I was the person that people pretended not to know. I, 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 that's not okay. It's not okay. I did it again because yeah. you know me. I gave no shits about right. it. And Nixie does not worry. But they were. I was the one that they pretended not to know outside of dance. I saw one friend at some sort of performance thing when she was singing on the stage with like two other girls. Uh-huh. And she saw me afterwards and she came and found me. She goes, tell no one I was here. <laughs> oh, shit. 
And I was like, I'm telling everybody. And she goes, just don't tell them, okay? And then that's when we became friends. Like, I think it yeah. was her self-preservation. And uh-huh. I was like, I mean, I don't care enough to tell anybody, no, but okay. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so credits. Dude, 20 minutes, we've made it to credits. It's uh, Quango time. So he... He should have known the BSG one to come. Mm-hmm. By the way, where's Jack? Huh. Seems like well, General yeah. O'Neill is back at the SGC. Yeah. Let me and just swing that out there. Mayburn's like General O'Neill. That doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. You should be scared. Uh, yeah, and all this king stuff. Long story. It's time for food and drinks for our guests. Uh-huh. As everyone around him snaps to. Like the Grateful Dead burial ground. Oh, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to okay, that. Okay, good. Yeah, I you wanted know. to make sure you weren't going to skim over that. Like I would pass up the Grateful yeah, Dead burial ground. Little... So he offers them an ogin fruit. Mm-hmm. It's like a cross between a guava and a mango. <laughs> and Daniel's like a guango. Yeah. I knew I liked Daniel. He's mm-hmm. a word combiner. He is. And Mayborn likes it so much that he decrees to the village that they will now be known as guangos. Mm-hmm. Because it's fun. He gets to name all sorts of shit around here. Like the Grateful Dead burial grounds. Oh, boy. Listen, if I ever get buried, I want to be fucking buried in the Grateful Dead burial ground. (laughs) I want everybody to take turns um, babysitting my urn. Okay. And talking to it. Yeah. And feeding it Chinese food. Where are we going to put the Chinese food? Yeah, that's all you to figure out. Okay. Okay. That's fine. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> yep. Um, I want everyone to make dice out of my ashes. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> because then, if I roll poorly, you can go, fuck you, Nixie. God damn it. Don't fuck me, Nixie. <laughs> <laughs> it will be the most beautifully morbid yeah, set of yeah. dice no, I, in I, the world. Yeah, I was going for, like, weird 80s sitcom. Yeah, no, I know you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, feed me Chinese food. It's like, no one's fed on Chinese food or a ghost is going to come and haunt us. <laughs> I just I'm want, I just Where went for, are my crab rangoons? I just went for just weird. Yeah, I like it. I'm down for it. You just went full Morticia Adams. Uh-huh. I dig it. So, uh, 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 and apparently... Mayborn does already know about the gold coming. Hmm. Uh, and not because of the Tok'ra, but because he can read the future. <laughs> this is where I would have been like, what the fuck are you talking That's about? That's basically what the three of them yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Come again for Big Fudge. Uh, <laughs> but Garen is like, yeah, King Archon is a prophet. And he saw a you voice. guys coming and he knows that you will help us defeat our enemy. Mm-hmm. And Sam leans down and basically whispers, what? The actual fuck. Yeah. You better get some of this shit straight before I hurt you. So Mayborn leads him out for a walk. Mm -hmm. He shows him some temple ruins, and he found this place about ten months ago. There's these obelisks uh, with ancient written on them. Yeah. And since this site is near the Nakoda mines, where they were, like, you know, slaved and tortured and shit, the locals don't go near them. So Mayborn points out that... While all this is interesting, these ones out here, the one in, like, the center, the big one, that's, like, the money obelisk. Mm. And it records the entire planet's history. Some of the events haven't happened yet. That's where all the good horoscopes are written. Yes. (laughs) He thought that he was reading it wrong until, at one point, a giant meteor shower came, but it's exactly when the stone predicted. That's cool. I will give him credit for knowing how to read ancient. Yeah. I took very little... Time to consider how smart Mayborn actually would be. Mayborn is highly intelligent, yeah. which is why he's so dangerous. Yes. Um, and I think I just hadn't considered it. Yeah. So it's important to remember. Yeah. Loki they, is extremely intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly that's exactly who he's emulating. I like that. Uh, he also then, Mayborn, predicted a major flood that would destroy the village using the obelisk. Um, he had to convince the elders to move to higher grounds and... He didn't really tell him how he knew the flood was coming. <laughs> well, why would you? I mean, they're primitive. He had to pretend to be a prophet to convince them to listen. He would. He would do that. Yeah. And it was their idea to make me king. Yeah. I didn't want it. But, yeah, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say no. The gift honors the giver. But I wasn't my idea. 
Also, Daniel has been reading for this entire time, and uh, there's this entry for right about now. Mm-hmm. It says, commencing on the third moon of the 54th cycle, the oppressors mm-hmm. of old will return to seek dominance or domination over the land. Those of a distant world will come to vanquish the evil and restore order once again. Oh, boy. Um, and look, they came. They come. SG-1 defeats them. Happy ending. It really is a weird ancient horoscope. It is. Yeah. The moon is in retrograde. Uh-huh. And Sam's like... And Mercury is something. That's not the plan. No. Um, We're gonna go. Yeah. And of course, it's Daniel. So he's like, I'm gonna stay. Of course he and is. And read. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. I got things to do here. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Bye. So once Sam and Teal get back to the village, Daniel radios them that... Mayborn was right. <laughs> the historical record was compiled by an ancient who traveled through time to study the evolution of the world. Uh, they knew the ancients experiment with time travel here and there, but they never really had evidence that they mastered it until now. So, were the ancients time lords? Introductory time lords, yes. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So maybe one of the ancients was once a companion and then learned things. Possibly. I like that. Yeah. Done. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Um, so more importantly, Daniel says, the obelisks actually aren't that old. They're only a couple hundred years old, which means they were built after the Gould left the planet. Hmm. So it also references the time travel device being inside of a small ship, which could be still here on the planet. Like a TARDIS. And they should go treasure hunting. Oh, I should stage whisper. Like a TARDIS! <laughs> and they should go treasure hunting. Mm-hmm. So a treasure co- and we go. A treasure and we go. A treasure and we go. Hi ho, the Dario. A treasure and we go. Um, so cut to hours later. They split the party. Everyone is tired. <laughs> Sam is ready oh, to call it. <laughs> sorry, I did not mean to make that noise on mic. I'm playing with a toy. <laughs> She's playing with like a squishy. Spoilers, it's no longer a knife. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Okay. That's the good thing. Otherwise, that sound would have been way more bloody. That would have, yeah, that would have been bad times. Bad times. Um, Sam is ready to call it a day, head back to the gate when Teal'c seen something shiny in the forest. <laughs> yeah. Shiny. Yeah. Uh, and he pulls some branches away and he finds a ship. Did you recognize the ship at this point? Not until they were in it. Okay. Not until we got into that inside angle where I was like, wait a minute. Uh Uh-huh. Because Grace dumb. So once they open the back hatch, we're like, oh, this looks like an extended puddle jumper. Uh Uh-huh. Which makes sense. Ancient ship. Thank God they shot it from the same angle that they shoot the other one. (laughs) Otherwise, I would have never got it. Uh, But here is the thing. All the lights turn down. They walk in. None of them have the ATA gene. Oh, right. That's why we end up with a Jack on planet. Because Jack is the only one yeah. uh, with an ATA gene. I think, I I don't know for sure if we know of anyone else on at the SGC has the ATA gene or if pretty much everyone who had the ATA gene naturally went to Atlantis or not. Well, I was going to say, is there still people in Antarctica? There might be a couple of people in Antarctica so, who had the so ATA So my gene. thought would be, there may be people down in Antarctica, yeah. but at this point it's faster to just get Jack. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Than to and like, you weren't going to get Jack if you're like, I need someone also, to pilot the ship. come check out what Mayborn's doing. I'm not going to tell you over I'm the not, phone. I'm not going to tell you. You gotta look. You gotta see it for yourself. <laughs> you gotta see this for yourself. <laughs> so he's alive. Yeah. Uh, he's doing well. Hey, I, I feel like you wouldn't even share that. It's like, hey, you should come see how Mayborn's doing. And then, and then just like, make that like sly face of like I'm hiding nothing except everything. Uh, like May- I, I feel Mayborn like has something to tell you that he can only tell you in, in person. person. Yeah, I feel like this was a Sam and Daniel like fight for who got to make that call. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they played paper rock scissors. Uh-huh. They played <laughs> boulder parchment shears. <laughs> I seriously, I mean, we've said it before, but I literally want to watch the four of them play D&D. Like, we've said it before. I want in show the four of them to play D&D so badly. Well, here's the thing. It would be Daniel making them play. It would be. And it would be amazing. So he would be the DM. So here's what would happen. No, we get someone else to play DM. Okay. I don't know who. Someone else DMs. Fucking Walter DMs. Walter would DM. Walter would be amazing DM. 
Walter would be the best. Yeah, he would. Uh, okay, so here's what happens. Jack plays a barbarian. Or a fighter. Mm. Probably a barbarian. He's supposed to hit shit. He goes full barbarian. Full barbarian. Okay, I see it. Um, Daniel plays... A wizard. You think he goes just standard wizard? Yeah. Okay. I feel like he binds some fucking weird ass class that like yeah. some sort of weird. Because he's not gonna go bard. He's just gonna go straight up wizard. Oh no no no! But he's gonna find like some complicated, uh-huh. not in the standard yep. player's handbook. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Offshoot of yes. a he's race. He's gonna homebrew something. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, Teok's gonna play Teok, so he's just gonna go monk. <laughs> Um, Teal's gonna play Teal. Yeah, Uh, I think Sam may actually be a good cleric. She no, Sam's gonna go paladin. That works too. Yeah, paladin works too. She's gonna be paladin. Yeah, because she's gonna she like somebody needs to like heal, and she's smart enough to know that. Yeah, but she she also likes to hit things. Yeah, and so it's gonna be like the they're just gonna live off health potions. I think. That happens. It's just gonna live off health potions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really. really... Either that or rogue. No, Sam is gonna go straight up. Knight shining armor. (laughs) She is our knight in shining armor. To be fair, I mean, I'm a little partial. I'd like to say that Sam would want to play an artificer. No, she wouldn't play herself. But I'm a little partial. Yeah. Well, she does right. She she is motorcycle. So she does have like a. There's an a, edge to yeah, her. that's what I'm. There's a little something in her. She work. she might she might do. I could maybe see her, possibly rogue. Uh, yeah. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Okay, so um. But Jack is definitely playing a barbarian. Yeah. Because yeah. you drug him into this game, and he's like, "Fine, I just what do I just hit shit. things?" Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, the device in the extension of the puddle jumper back in Stargate, we go. Uh, must be the time device. They mm-hmm. figured. Uh, it's a little different than most ancient technology, but Sam assumes, just assumes, off the top of her head, just guessing here, that it creates an energy field that encompasses the entire ship that the traveler literally flies through time. Yeah, sounds right. And Daniel immediately reaches out to fiddle with the device. I touch it. And Sam is like, please don't. Yeah. He's like, I touch it. Bye. Bye. Uh, Sam See you in a thousand years. <laughs> already made the correlation that this ship is probably sized to fly through the Stargate. Mm-hmm. So they can bring it home. The ship looks functional. Sam knows everything all the time, always, forever. But while we don't have an ancient to fly it, we do have someone close. Mm-hmm. We've got a Jack. And Jack and his action hat <laughs> come through the Stargate. Yes. While Mayborn has a band playing jolly Renaissance Fair music. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Jack is like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. For real? Seriously? Is that a crown on your head? Yeah. Are you just happy to see me? Um, <laughs> so how long's it been? About since that time he got a stranded off world. You know what? Well, the truth is, Jack's just salty that he didn't think to do that. At the end of the day, he's a little jealous. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're like, they, you, they made you a general. And he goes, they made you king. Yeah. He's like, it's not a contest. A little bit, it's though. A little bit of It's a, a little bit, though. Yeah. So they walk back to the village. Jack is impressed. Like, like he impresses on them how important it is that they leave mm-hmm. the planet. But Mayborn has already told his people that SG-1's going to save the day. Like, you take out system lords for a living. Yeah, it's no. fine. Yeah. We're all fine here. Um, and, and Jack's like, I'm just wondering, like, did your prophecy mention casualties? Or the king surviving? Yeah. Or me punching the king in the face? Uh-huh. Um, do you Maybe really the throat? Yeah. Do you really want to roll those dice? Yeah. Uh, and he's smart. Appeal to Mayborn's self-preservation. Yeah. And he's like, it's not going to be easy to convince my people to leave. But you're king. Mm-hmm. It's good to be king. So do it. Convince them. Yeah. So Jack <laughs> digs the new ride once he gets to the ship. Uh-huh. Uh, he gets super excited at the controls, like a kid in Candyland or in arcades, since he asks Sam for quarters. Mm-hmm. And but this one here is all up to Jack. He's the one with the ATA gene. Yeah. So there, he's at least he's hoping not to end up at the Alamo. Well, Sam's like first. That's on Earth. Yeah. 
Not the same. Second, I'm pretty sure I've disconnected the time device. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think. We'll find out. Possibly. One way or the other. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jack starts concentrating. How frustrating is this nothing. for Sam? Oh my god. You can do nothing but sit here and watch. Yeah. Eventually, with some convincing and some mental focus uh, the in taking the action head off, he gets the controls to light up. Yeah. But then they turn back off again. Well, the engine won't turn over. No. The starter's broken. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ah, oh, shit. In the yeah. village, Mayborn has Just women. click, click, click. Oh, battery's dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. He has women packing up for him. He's a bit of a pack rat. Yeah. Teal'c is like, are you gonna... Are you gonna talk to your people? Like, tell them anything? Like, <laughs> truth-like? Mayborn's like, ah, I thought about it. I'll get back to you on that. Oh, yeah. Also, what the fuck is he holding? Is that a statue of himself? Uh-huh. Dear uh-huh. God, man. Uh, yep. Okay. That is That's 100% all. a statue of himself. Cool, cool, cool. Just checking. And Garen is watching all of this. Mm-hmm. Back at the ship, Sam has figured out that the primary power source is depleted. We need to jumpstart the battery. Uh, and so they're going to with the secondary one, the one that normally powers the time machine. We need machine. to call AAA. Y- yeah. Sorry. I'm pretty sure they make house calls out uh-huh. that far. Um... So she's going to reroute to the secondary backup bus battery Things. thing. Uh, Jack tries it again, um, and it lights up, but then all the sparks and the firework rain down on Sam because she didn't roll high enough on her tinkering check. Well, she didn't match the black to black and the red to red yes. like you're supposed to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Outside the ship, Sam just wants more time. She's like, I am so close yeah. to play with the pretty, pretty science play. thing. Jack is like, I can't give you more time. I don't care how valuable the technology is. Like, this isn't going up against a couple Chaffa. Yeah. This is a system lord and his merry I band of it. assholes. Yeah. <laughs> so instead, Jack hands out C4. It's time to destroy the fancy new toy. Damn it. Sam the mechanic was really my new favorite. And that's when Garen and her men jump SG-1. Oh, boy. Uh, she won't. She's she's not going to let them take her king away from them. Oh, God. Got it. I tell it. <laughs> And they try to explain to Garen and the rest of the villagers, he's not a seer. He's just an asshole. Mm -hmm. Um, He's reading a pillar, and they refuse to believe him. Jeez. Daniel's like, fine, take us back to the village. Let the king explain things. Mm -hmm. And Daniel quickly lowers his gun, but Sam and Jack wait until Garen lowers hers first. Mm, Smart. And Jack's just like, God, I miss going off world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is so jazzed reveling in all of this. He's jazzed. He is He is a word I don't use all the time. There are some jazz fingers going on. (laughs) The excitement is palpable. Palpable, palpable. Plop, 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 plop. Plop, plop, plop. Back in the village, Mayborn emphasizes he has nothing to do with what happened to the ship. Hmm. Yeah, funny how you're always the victim, Jack says. Yeah. Mayborn admits that this did... This did start out as personal gain. Not mm-hmm. gonna lie about that. But now he actually cares about these people. Like he he wants to help. He actually now has like, you know, empathy and like care for what? other human beings. Yeah. This part I will admit, I do believe for Mayborn. No, I believe it too. It's just yeah. like, whoa, I didn't know you were capable of uh-huh. that kind of growth. Some say the Grinch's heart grew three times that oh, day. Oh boy. So he's arranged for an assembly of the village elders, and he's going to tell them that they all have to leave. Yeah, he's about to learn that, you know, actions have consequences. Uh Uh-huh. And in that assembly, he tells the elders he has to deliver a warning. Uh, The village is in danger. They have to leave. They have to abandon their world. Um, But they'll be relocated to a safe place. (laughs) He's like, the next line of the tablet reads, Molly, you in danger, girl. (laughs) So we gotta go. (laughs) Uh, and one guy's like, dude, you said the enemy would be defeated. He's like, yeah, I did. But we didn't say how. About that. Yeah. Prophecy's a little murky in its clarity. Yeah, it took some, you know, um, Artistic liberties. liberties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the enemy will be defeated, but I just don't want anyone to get hurt in the process. Uh-huh. 
See, there was an asterisk at the end of the sentence <laughs> that I didn't pay enough attention to. Uh-huh. And I skipped past what it was citing. There was a footnote. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and eventually, reluctantly, Mayborn admits he's not a seer. <laughs> that he can't see into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like one of them. And prophecies come from a wall at the temple on an obelisk. That truth bomb. Anyone who can read the writings can make the same predictions. Uh, he's a pretender. He took advantage of them. Oh, boy. And you can actually tell he is sorry for yeah. having to say this. Well, good. That means he grew a conscience. And then Garen is like, well, did the design from the new water mill come from the temple? Hmm. He's like, no. That came, I stole it from somewhere else. <laughs> did the new medicine, did the legal coat, did the irrigation system? He's like, no. <laughs> she goes, these are not the acts of a pretender, but of a leader. And Jack's like, what am I watching? How is this real? How It's like when you're like, when you turn in your sibling uh-huh. to get in trouble uh-huh. and somehow your parents are like, you know what? I'm really proud of you for telling. <laughs> yes. I'm proud of you for owning up to this. And you're like, what the fuck you're is this? You're supposed to get in trouble. This is wrong in all levels. Fuck this noise. <laughs> yes, I know this feeling, Jack. <laughs> so Garen says that where, where the prophecies came from didn't matter, but they all have come true. Uh, so, and then she starts <laughs> leading a chant for King Archon. Archon. <laughs> and Mayborn looks back at Jack. And then this, like... He's like, the people love me. I tried! And then just puts the crown back on his head. Yeah. But gotta give the people what they want. And Jack's just like, I... What? This is not how it should work. Yeah. So SG-1 is getting ready to leave the village. Mm-hmm. Like, he, Jack's like, I tried. I can't force these people to do anything. Yeah. Daniel and Tilk will go secure the gate, and Sam and Jack will destroy the ship. Uh, Mayborn still wants them to stay and help defeat the Gould, but Jack's like, no. We're not staying. We're not yeah. getting involved. If you want to come, get your royal ass to the gate. Mm-hmm. We're getting out of here. Yep. And naturally, Daniel and Teal'c arrive at the gate right as it is dialing in, and the Jaffa start arriving, and Wayne Brady. They're early to the party. Don't they know that's rude? It's uh, it's rude. Yeah, I'm 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 usually a little bit early. But it's different because we know you and you're Nixie and this we love true. you. They are rude. There's a, there's a difference. Some people like a grace. It if is the party starts at six o'clock. I'm gonna be there at seven. No, no, no. You tell Grace that the party starts at 5 o'clock. Yeah. If the party starts at 6 o'clock, you tell Nixie this party starts at 6.30. Yeah. If I have a party and I say it starts at 7, I don't expect anyone before 8.15. Except for me. Except for a Nixie. But that's good because I've now learned to account for a Nixie because I'm not done. <laughs> and now and just I'm like, go, Nixie, help me. And I just jump <laughs> what do you need me to do? Yes. That's about right. You need me to distract the puppies? Cool, cool, cool. Got it. Yes. Except for this time when the dogs attacked me and tore things off my body. You know, they are aggressively awkward. I, I say this literally. I was, I sat down on the couch attempting to play with the pups. Well, that was your first mistake. Well, I had per- thought I had prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And within less than five seconds, one of them had torn the glasses off my face yep. and then threw them to the ground behind the couch. They did quick work. The other one had <laughs> tore the earring out of my ear. Not uh-huh. like out of my ear, but like it's pulled the now. earring out of my ear yeah. and I'm like, please don't swallow that. I don't know where I can. Can I eat that? Can I eat but that? But I don't have my glasses on, <laughs> so I can't see anything. And meanwhile, I'm calling for help and and, and other people are all busy in their conversations. So I'm like, <laughs> look, we've, we've said it before and I'll say it again. These are not... Level one dogs. They're not. These are level challenging dogs. <laughs> they have a challenge. These are like when you play the video ch- game on the level where you just hate yourself. They have like a challenge rating of at least 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how there's like the easy, medium, hard, and yeah. then there's like survival mode. <laughs> That's what our dogs are. My dog, my dog could definitely be easy mode dog. Oh, for sure. <laughs> she's gone easy already. Mode. Yeah, she's like, I don't even like you guys. Fuck you. She yeah. actually said that when I came home to Walker in the middle of gaming last night and I went and I grabbed the things I need to walk and we went on a big walk and I came back in and, and I was grabbing more things and she's already upstairs. Uh-huh. And I sat down on the stairs and I went, Miss Kaylee Thor, 
and she came down the stairs to me and gave me a couple kisses while I was sitting on the stairs. And I went, how come are you just like leaving me? Do you want me to leave you alone and leave the house again? Yeah. And she literally turns around. She's like, bye, bitch. Walks up the stairs (laughs) and then pauses Looks back at me like her. It's her corgi butt is there, yeah. and then she like looks around at me like, She's like, why uh-huh. are you still here? I thought and you then were leaving. Continues to walk into her bedroom and yeah. up on the bed. Well, even the fact that you could even do that, whereas I'm like, why are you leaving? What do you have over there? That you should... I think at some point yesterday I said, okay, so I'm putting a new roll of toilet paper on. It's got a giant hole in it, and that's just what our life is. Because literally Nathan Drake ate toilet paper, <laughs> so just, you know, pull past the sheet with a hole in it, and you're fine. <laughs> it's all good. It's fine. It's all fine. fine. Yeah. It's fine. This is where we live, though. Uh-huh. So, okay. Um, Daniel radios Jack and Sam, and he's like, the Jaffa are here. Yeah, hey, uh, our friends showed up early. Uh, one if by land, two if by sea. I feel like it's like that fake calm voice. You're like, hey, um, I just wanted you to know that uh, um, the Jaffa are here. And um, so uh, just let me know what you like me to do. And the voice just gets higher and higher. Because this is not good times. And um, Jingo, Jingo, Jingo. Okay, bye. Jingo! Thanks, call me back, bye! Jingo! You can reply to this message. <laughs> uh, and they're like, so if you blow the ship now, your cover's gonna be blown. They're definitely gonna know about uh-huh, it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I guess we're staying here a while. So, Trelac, it's not pronounced Trelac. No. It's much more elegant, but I'm just going Trelac. I think it's Chillac. I'm just calling him Wayne Brady. That's fine. Wayne Brady. It's just Wayne Brady. Arrives at the village. Goes straight for Mayborn. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wayne Brady doesn't give no shits. Mm-hmm. Honey Badger. Honey Badger gives no shits. He He's here to tell them that their god, Ares, is coming and oh returning to claim his land and his followers. Mm-hmm. Mayborn's like, great tidings of comfort and joy. Hey. Comfort and joy. I love that. I mean, that is a full Loki move. Like, hey, man, let's not fight. Come here. Come, let's be friends. Let's do a thing. Let's do a thing. I just like how he was reciting Comfort and joy. A holiday carol. Well, you know, he's nothing if not good at cribbing things. Yes. And uh, yada, 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 obey Ares or you'll be dealt with harshly. And by harshly, I mean you're going to be killed. Yeah. So, um, cool. Now they're all on the same page. Tell everyone the rules. Uh, And he turns. And one of the women standing next to Mayborn... Uh, is like, I am no slave. Uh-huh. He's like, you got something to say? Slave? Uh, Mayburn's like, <coughs> you don't know how to play the game. Yeah. <coughs> play talking. the game. And uh, Wayne Brady snaps. The the woman is grabbed, forced to kneel while she's a staff whip and aimed at her. Hey, don't. That's going to kill you, so don't wiggle. Yeah. Wayne Brady, who are. Uh, Wayne Brady. It's fine. I met Daniel and Teal, and I said, oh, Wayne Brady. Yeah. Who were under cloak in the audience watching oh, this. yes. Are, like, ready to move, because yeah. they're not going to let, you know, innocent woman die and all. Uh-huh. But she continues to defy them, uh, mentioning a prophecy, which Mayborn, again, is like, you really Stop <coughs> don't talking, know talking. how to play the game. Yeah. Uh, the woman continues. Mayborn continues. Remember we were talking about how your character, Sam, is innocent and trusting? Uh-huh. Similar feels. Yeah, got it. Yes. Um, And Wayne Brady is intrigued by hearing about these prophecies. And um, she's like, they're on the temple. (laughs) Do you want me to lead you there? I'll take you there. Yeah. She's like, bitch, I ain't scared of you. So Sam is trying uh, a new tinkering check (laughs) on the ship's controls. And Daniel radios that once they find the ancient writing, they're going to search the area. So they're going to find the ship. Again, he's like, uh, hi, uh, it's just Daniel here, and um, they're coming for your asses right okay, now. I would hide. Everything is Our voices are getting so high-pitched that's driving the dog insane. I'm so sorry. Her I'm ears are up. Not. Perfectly high. So Sam just needs a few more minutes. Jack gives her one more chance to get the ship working. 
Daniel is like, you are cutting it close. Yeah. She's like, no shit, Sherlock. I shut up and let me work. I don't have other options. Bye. At the village, Mayborn announces a feast in Wayne Brady's honor. <laughs> uh, but Wayne Brady gives no fucks at it's, all. What's the, what was like the meme or the story? Is Wayne Brady going to have to cut a bitch? Do you <laughs> yeah. remember that? Yes. That's where Wayne Brady is. Uh, he just restates, refuse us and die. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and Mayborn... Uh, may get it. May, he totally gets this whole like Aries is my sure, god sure, thing. Sure. Um, but his people don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 maybe it's like, don't worry. I know these people. They're simple folks. They're easy to influence. I will help you bend them to your will. Yeah, please let me go full Loki here. So the women leads the Jaffa to the ruins. The one Jaffa clearly recognizes ancient. I don't know if he can read it, but at least knows what ancient looks like. I feel like he's just pretending. He's like, yep, that's a thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Jack is watching all of this through his monocular. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're here. <laughs> Heading towards the ship. And of course, Sam still needs more time. Yeah. So he takes out to the Jaffa and get near the ship. And the sound of gunfire carries all the way to the village. Yikes. And Wayne Brady recognized the sound. Those are some tarry. Yep. I know that. It doesn't take long to find Daniel and Teal'c in the crowd. You know, you figure the two giant buff dudes with the bulky ass robes. <laughs> Probably. Probably those Probably. two. Uh, Jack runs into the ship. Two more Jafali there. Time to go. He shuts the hatch and the, they start taking staff blast weapons to the hatch. Damn it. Sam is like, doesn't even look up. As he nope. Runs past. She's like, got a thing to do. A few more connections. Yep. I'm still tinkering. Uh, Daniel uh, and Teal'c are told that it's too late. Ares has just arrived and we see the mothership coming in. Mm-hmm. Sam thinks she's done. <laughs> I feel like at least pretend to have a little more confidence in your work. She closes the laptop and goes next to Jack. And Jack is trying to turn the ship on with his brain. I can kill you with my brain. That brain power. Wayne Brady recognizes Teal'c naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Wayne Brady's going to see to it that Teal'c suffers slowly. Yeah. And Teal'c is like, well, I'm going to see to it that you die quickly. Uh, yeah, I'm pissed more than you are pissed. Because yeah. I am a Teal'c pissed. And that wins. <laughs> that, that, that. I win. Beats all of your pissed. Uh-huh. So they start beating the crap out of Teal'c, and he does not give them an inch, and he just continues no. with his fucking death glare when he stands up. Yeah. And even Daniel is like, oh, you're gonna get it. Yeah, oh, you gonna you die. You just pissed off the Teal'c. Mm-hmm. I've seen this happen before. If Daniel didn't have to join in the fight, I think this is where he would have just pulled out the popcorn. Yeah, basically. And been like, yeah, let's watch this shit go down. So, Everybody gather around. <laughs> It's going to be fun. As the ship continues to take blasts, Jack mm-hmm. is finally able to turn the ship on with his brain. Thank goodness. And it starts shaking as the engines fire for the first time in centuries. Wayne Brady tells Daniel and Tiak that they, you know, you guys are plotting with the people of this world. Uh-huh. Treachery is bad. Uh-huh. Maybor continues playing the game, agreeing with Wayne Brady that he is shocked that his people would betray I'm him. I'm shocked, I tell you. Uh, Wayne Brady doesn't believe any of this shit, grabbing uh, Mayborn's throat when they're all distracted by the sound of an ancient ship flying overhead, and I guess the ground shaking from its wake? It's like, everybody's mad, but then you're like, wait, is that a Goodyear blimp? Yeah. Come check it out. But like a Goodyear blimp that causes tremors? Apparently. Well, you know, maybe it takes off like a rocket. Maybe? If you get close enough, you know. Uh... We're just going to... The important Say part is, is that Daniel and Teal take the opportunity to attack, taking time to of Jaffa as Thank they go. Thank goodness. On the ship, they tech the mothership, and they head into space. Um, and in the village, Daniel and Teal continue their attack. At yeah. one point, Wayne Brady pushes Mayborn down in a way and attacks Teal from behind. Mm-hmm. Teal then flips him. Wayne Brady tries the whole dirt to the eyes yeah, bit. Yeah, he goes full pocket sand. Full pocket sand. Pocket sand maneuver. Um, and it, it works for a second. As he breaks the bench... Over Teal'c's back, drawing a knife, and the whole time Daniel is, like, struggling. Yeah, he's one. just trying to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Mayborn has gotten up, smashes a jug over Wayne Brady's head. Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, and it gives Teal'c just enough chance to get up, and a pure strength test ensues over a knife. Yeah. Um, Garen saves Daniel by shooting a Jaffa on the back. I mean, nice shot, girl. Oh, like, yeah. Holy shit. 
she had time to like aim and stuff too. Yeah, so it got good. Yeah. Um, and Teal'c finally gets the upper hand, driving mm-hmm. the knife down into Wayne Brady's chest. Um, Teal'c is a man of his word. Uh-huh. And Teal'c makes sure that knife is in there real good. Yeah, I told you fast. With an indeed. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you're just missing that flourish. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, on the ship, Jack is doing good, relatively mm-hmm. speaking. Jack thinks, weapons! Yeah. And two squid drones Yay. pour out of the ship, just pounding into the mothership, but they run out of drones after that. Mm-hmm. So, they hope they hit some vital systems. And since the ship explodes... Maybe. Maybe. He went full David and Goliath with that Probably one. Yeah. some vital. <laughs> Uh, Jack, I mean, at least one vital. Jack saves the day again. That's and what he does. Sam marvels at the ship around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the gate later, Sam and Jack have wildflower. They all actually have wildflower bouquets. Yeah. Um, I said bouquets. Deal with it. And Jack asks. They have briquettes. They have briquettes. Mm-hmm. Wildflower briquettes. Yep. Um, Jack asks Mayborn, "Are you sure you don't want to leave with us?" They weren't like, I can't leave. These are my people. Well, it's like, at what point do you decide, do I want Netflix or do I like being hand-fed things? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. You know? Uh, And these are his people. He has a life here, his home, his friends, his wives, plural. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised. I'm not. But I'm a little grossed out. (sighs) So, here's the thing. In general, hey, you do you. Oh, yeah. Like, I am, if you have a plural marriage, fucking rock on. As long as everyone is happy, consenting adults, you fucking do whatever you want to do. Uh, in this case, when one is a king, and then there's like a bunch of, or like a queen, sure. with a bunch of other consorts, I was like, how much is this like? I think it's just very Mayborn specific that yeah. it grosses me out. Yeah. 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 He's just a little salacious and icky. Yeah. Um. So Sam heads back. Leaving Jack and Mayborn alone, and mm. they have one of those wordless goodbyes. Yeah. Um, Where they're in their hand, they're just like, I will remember you. And SG1 heads through the gate, but now with one last salute from Mayborn. Oh, boy. With, do you think he sticks with the name King Archon? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he 100% does, I think. Nice. Um, do you think he gives, like, Jack and them, like, fake names to go with his fake name? Nope. Oh, damn. No, I don't. I mean, that would be really cool. It would be, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. <laughs> um, this was fun. Mayborn was fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, the question is, is does it go on your top five? How fun was it? Let's see. What's well, on there? Well, first, we have 48 and a half indeed. Yeah, we got to get that half dealt with someday. Well, we just need someone else to say indeed. Uh-huh. Um, Do we not have a Frankie? Oh, there it is. No, it's right here. I will say I like this one. I don't know if it goes on my list. I'm I'm doing that thing where I don't remember what anything is anymore. Okay. Um, but I, mean, I, th- I can help fix that. I've got New Order is the first one. Avatar is the one with the video repeating. games. Yeah. Um, Affinity is uh, Affinity is like when he oh, moves right, to his with apartment. The girl. Yeah. And then sacrifices is with a female warrior chick. Oh, yeah. And, and Ryak's wedding. And then Lockdown is the one where Jack writes the letters and he uh, considers leaving. No, that's the one um, with the, the oh, Russian. Oh, yeah. Has, like, the, the the creature is there. Yeah, and he has to You're die in Antarctica. You're thinking of Zero Hours, the one where he writes got it, got the letter. It. Um, which I have on my list. I feel like either Affinity... I've got three Teal'c-centric ones in here. You do. I know for a fact you're a giant Teal'c fan. I am a giant Teal'c. I think I'm going to leave it be. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm leaving mine be as well. I okay. have New Order, Affinity, Zero Hour, Sacrifices, and Avatar. Let's do it. Um, And so, yeah, next up, next week, Stargate Atlantis Hot Zone. Oh, cool. Um, I don't know what that means, but I'm into it. There's zones. It gets real hot. It gets real hot. They all There's go a sauna? Skinny dipping. Uh-huh. That's totally aired on Sci-Fi Channel. Yep. Skinny dipping. I mean, they can air it from, you know, just from, like, yeah. like the neck up. Uh-huh. Like, they don't show them getting in the water. They show them before. There you go. And then in, in the, the water. water. Yeah, totally. Um, that's what happens. Yep. And then, um, you know, feeling hot, hot, hot place in the background. <laughs> 
like that. There's tiki drinks. Yeah, and there's umbrellas. like calypso drums. They're like off the edge. I mean, they're in an ocean, so they can just right. go out to they're one like, of the docks. They're like, fuck it, let's finally Listen, do something one fun. Of the, one of those piers at the end totally has a fucking tiki bar on it. And yes. if there's not a tiki bar there, and yeah. then there's a little like, you know the little like um, where they put the the corral thing in the ocean yes. so you can't swim apart in certain yeah. spots. Yeah, and then they... And then and, there's floaties. And then they, they eat Atlantean seafood and because it's Atlantis, yeah. it, like, the crab legs are perfect. Uh-huh. Like, you don't even have to do work. Everything comes out in one giant piece. Yeah. Done. That's what next week's about. <laughs> See you guys with crab legs. <laughs> now I really want fucking crab legs. I do too. <laughs> okay, we love you guys. Uh, you know where to find us on Twitter. We're at Tara Podcast. Facebook, There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Rate us, like us, view us, and all of the podcasting thingies, doodles. I promise not to play with knives for he, too long. It's like a half hour to another day. Okay, bye. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs>